0: Hello, human being. Is your mind bored? Do you think about the same things every day? Then listen to The End of the World with Josh Clark, a 10-part podcast series that explores whether humans will survive the next 100 years. It takes you to amazing places, from a black hole as it grows inside the earth to the far future where we've shed our bodies and uploaded ourselves onto servers. It's an adventure for your mind. All 10 episodes of The End of the World are ready to binge now for free on the iHeartRadio app. I'm
1: ready to go. All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Once again, the Bengals are in the national spotlight, not for another loss, because many of us uh, circled this game on the schedule way back in August because we were going to have Giselle Bunskin, who I used to date, and also Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, six-time, six-time, six-time Super Bowl champ going to be here. And this is going to be a game for home field advantage in the playoffs. (laughs) However... (laughs) (laughs) However, that didn't work out. They're 1-12 on their way probably to 1-15. But nonetheless, to get the facts, I thought I'd check out with uh, the Honorable Tim uh, Tim McGee, the great number 85 from Tennessee, the Volunteers and your Bengals. And Tim McGee, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Tim, this Tuesday afternoon, how are
0: you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just um, trying to digest (laughs) Spygate 2.0.
1: Let's get the facts out because many may not know what the hell we're talking about. Explain what what happened.
0: Well, uh, the accusation centers around there, there was a reporting crew on the field uh, for the Cleveland Browns, and oddly enough, the person that was actually filming had a New England Patriots sweatshirt on, and at the angle they were shooting at, it, the backdrop was the uh, the um, the uh, um, Browns sideline. So obviously there was uh, speculation. Someone went from the Browns and said you have to stop filming. They called NFL security. You have to stop. They grabbed the tape and the, the people from uh, New England, quote unquote, that they uh, they voluntarily gave up the tape and said, "Oh, sorry, we didn't we didn't mean to do this." And um, so now it's in the league's hand, and we'll we'll see what happens. Well, allegedly
1: Belichick, he's like a two-time now three-time loser. He's given a news conference in which he said this was Monday after, after the defeat at home against the Chiefs. I know nothing about it. He said, quote, I don't have anything to do with this at all whatsoever. What, whatever is going on between the people involved in it and the league and all that, it's not a football issue in any way, shape, or form. I have no involvement. I know nothing about this. So allegedly, this, uh, the Patriots had a film crew at First Energy, which is in Cleveland, for the Bengals' loss on Sunday to the Browns to shoot a do-your-job documentary on a scout in attendance. New England cleared it with the Browns' PR department and the film crew was credentialed for the game but did not notify the NFL or the Bengals, according to a statement released on Monday. The statement acknowledged that the film crew unknowingly, unknowingly violated the league rules by filming the field from the press box. So allegedly there was a film crew that was hired by the Patriots, credentialed by the Browns, whose job it was to do a documentary on a on an NFL scout in attendance, but they had some of their camera lenses focused uh, on the Bengals sideline, giving signals to the defense and/or to the offense. Now, how important is it in football if the defensive if the DC giving signals or whatever or, or giving instructions? How important would that be for the? patriot offense to know what's going on.
0: Oh, it, it would be very important cuz obviously you're it's just like in baseball, you're picking up signals, so it does give you a slight advantage. However, let's keep this in perspective. Let's look at the big picture. You have the defending Super Bowl champions with the GOAT coming in town, and you're telling me that somehow some way they need to gain some type of advantage <laughs> on the one and 11 Bengals. And the only reason I can fathom that, Willie, and I'm not a guy, I'm not a very smart guy, but the only way I can fathom that happening is, Maybe they didn't want to. Maybe they didn't want to beat them a hundred and nothing. Maybe they wanted to beat them two hundred and not to nothing. So I, I don't even. It 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 literally makes no sense. I could see it, this would have more legs if it was they were playing against the Baltimore what? Ravens or a team that that had it had some type of playoff implications or you know home fill advantage or something of that nature. But you know a great a distinct a. a A Super Bowl champion coming in to beat the worst team in the National Football League and need an unfair advantage, that's really hard. You know, Tim,
1: according to Paul Daner, eight minutes of the tape of the Bengals' sideline confirmed that the lenses were focused on the Bengals' sideline. Now, I guess the issue becomes, is this a one-off? The Patriots are scared, of course, Scott Sloan's Buffalo Bills are going to win. And so they have to win the rest of their games. That's the main issue. But, but, but if, you, if you're actually saying one thing, this is a documentary, do your job about a scout that wasn't on the Bengals sideline. Why would the Patriots crew, which are independent contractors, hired to do this, why would they be taping and videoing the Bengals sideline when the scout wasn't anywhere near the Bengals sideline unless they wanted to get some unfair advantage? And assuming that's the case, I've had some of the commentaries on Fox Sports this morning talk about, well, maybe this is an ongoing problem. Maybe, maybe, this was, maybe it happens every game and they wanted to see if they could get away with it this time and use it for the next game. And so how, as a football player, isn't this a serious rules violation? Kind of like when Patrick Reed is brushing the sand away from the back of his ball and then claim it didn't happen. Isn't it similar to somebody knocking the ball into the woods? and f- suddenly can't find it, and you drop a ball? On the scale of really injustice, Tim McGee, how important a violation is this if the Patriots did what many believe they did, which was tape the Bengals game before they're going to play them to get the signals to make them even better? How big of a violation is that?
0: It will be a huge violation. If the I think what the league will do in this particular case, they got to look at other games. They're going to look at, see if there's some evidence of this happening or reoccurring some other time. Obviously, they know what happened in the past. They punished them. So you, you have to look at the big picture and, again and say, okay, this is a humongous violation if it's found to be true. But how do you find out their intent and motives? It's going to come into play from the commissioner's office that they're going to use this thing called common sense. This is common practice. You don't need this to beat the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. Let's just face it. You don't need it. It's not something that you're going to have to have. Tom Brady does not need to know what the hell the defense, the last <laughs> defense in the National Football League, what plays are they calling? I'm pretty sure he can figure that out. So from a football side of it, from a player side of it, it's not that big of a deal. However, If this would have happened when they played, say, the Baltimore Ravens or the Pittsburgh Stills or a team in playoff contention, this thing would have been so toxic. It would have so much energy and so much turbo behind it. I think you would have seen the Patriots get... Fine, or they would have got punished severely maybe even kicked out of the playoffs
1: oh my gosh well if that happens so really with the the big game this sunday could be even bigger because if for some reason the patriots beat the Bengals, which you would admit is a possibility it's possible the patriots might beat the Bengals. could that like be overturned could you say okay they knew the signals coming in Uh, i predicted a couple days ago the Bengals would beat the patriots on sunday it's all set up that way I was right. i'm I'm hardly ever wrong when i when I give my five star selection. I'm saying right now Bengals beat the Patriots. And now, if that happens, are the Patriots off the hook?
0: Well, here's the funny thing about it. Let's just say what Jimmy was saying. Uh, let the in, let the NFL give the uh, the Bengals <laughs> a win by default. And forfeit the game, then the Bengals <laughs> lose the first thing of the
1: draft. <laughs> now you're talking, Tim McGee.
0: That's the Bengal way, right there.
1: Whatever. You've been Bengalized. You've been Bengalized. You're now part of the Stepford Bengals. But there's a big column this afternoon in the USA Today. Roger Goodell should drop the hammer on Patriots. Bill Belichick, after latest controversy, then they go back in time to Deflate Gate. They then talk about. Uh, about Spygate 1 when they were taping and filming and videoing the New York Jets to get the signals on a big game. They've been caught again. What, what would keep some fan indirectly or directly in any stadium? To have a nice video setup, maybe with a cell phone or something, and simply do the same thing, then give it to somebody in the Patriots. We know that's wrong, but you don't have to be credentialed. And, and a lot of times on TV you see what the signals are anyway. And so how big of a deal
0: is this if it could be done anyway? See what I'm saying? I, 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 but again, let's just let's just keep it in perspective. Let's say worst case scenario, you gathered that information, you found out their signals, you know what they're doing. You still got to play the game, and it right. is very hard and difficult from a player standpoint. It's hard to get that information to the to the football field and call a play based on what you thought. What if if you're playing that game? What if you've changed the signals? And you know, a lot of times with analytics being a big part of the game now, now you you don't want to over-program a player to think something's going to happen in a certain situation. You only want to say that they have the tendencies to do that. So you got to be careful if you program to say when he raises his thumb up, that means the player's going in motion and therefore it's going to be a run, and now you're looking for that run, and they play action your butt, and they throw yeah. one over your head. So you got to be careful what – Type of information that would even come out of that, but again, it's hard to court. If if it if it was if it wasn't the Bengals, <laughs> gosh, man, I would totally be having a total different perspective on this.
1: <laughs> if they had Kansas City, they got Buffalo. I think in a week or two in Buffalo. Now those are big games, but why do you fear the Bengal? What is it about the Bengal organization that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? fear the Bengal. Is it the up? I don't get it. I agree with you and Jimmy. I don't get it. If you're going to do it for one team, don't do it for the Bengals, which are the laughing stock of the league.
0: But maybe it was practice. Maybe practice. they were doing it for practice. They were getting ready yes. for the playoff run, and they sent this independent crew in, and you know what? There, nobody would ever think we would be filming the Bengals. So go in there and do this against the Bengals. We'll get away with it. And then we'll perfect it at a later date. That's, Maybe that's the conspiracy theory that we have to look at. But, again, it's the Bengals. If the Pittsburgh Steelers can beat the Cincinnati Bengals with their scout team, I think the Patriots stand a pretty good chance beating them with the greatest of all time at quarterback.
1: Well, whatever can go wrong will go wrong for the Bengals. The classic last night, the Giants are beating up on the Eagles, and they've only won two games. And I'm thinking, okay, this solidifies. The Bengals number one draft choice because obviously the Bengals might win one game, but no more than that. And then at the end of the game and overtime, the Eagles came back to beat the Giants to keep them at two wins. That's the Bengals way right there. And somehow this is going to be screwed up in such a way. It's going to cost the Bengals something because the Bengals live under the sign of uh, failure. Whatever they do, except in the checkbook, they, they lose. It's, it's almost as if they're blessed by Lucifer and cursed by God. So it's, well, but it's bad.
0: The good, the best angle on this, if the, if the Bengals tie the Giants, let's say they beat Miami, tie the Giants, and let's say they lose the number one pick, the good news and all that and the Cincinnati base of the 15 fans that they still have left, they can relax because the Giants will probably take Chase Young <laughs> out of Ohio State because right. they don't need a quarterback, and the Bengals will still get Joe Morrow and screw, it, screw up his career.
1: Somehow. Tim McGee, you're a great American. We'll see what happens. But the Bengals, I've always said, I talked to Bill Hemmer this morning before he went on the air and some other people, and no matter what happens in life, somehow there's a Cincinnati connection to all good and evil, great and small things happening in the world. There's a connection in Cincinnati, and this is one of those times when New England and the the New England Patriots fear the Bengals. The game is at 1 o'clock, going to start coverage about 9 o'clock, and I'm predicting right now, flat out, the Bengals will beat the Patriots here in Cincinnati. Whether they know the signals or not don't make any difference. This game was set up to be the tiebreaker for a home field advantage. Now it's not exactly that. But but the, what are you laughing about? The karma is set up now for the Bengals to beat the Patriots.
0: Good luck with that. Tim McGee, you're going to need a a lot of luck on that. A lot of luck. Tim McGee, you're a
1: great American, and thanks for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you. That's the great number 85. Perhaps the greatest 85 ever to catch footballs for your Bengals. Your reaction, 513-749-7000. How would you handle this? What punishment would you impose upon Belichick and the Bengals uh, and the Patriots? It might be to force Bill Belichick to coach the Bengals. That would be the punishment. What is yours at 749 Bill Cunningham, home of your Bengals. <laughs> News Radio 700 WLW. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell.